0: Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and this week's episode features Victor Ming of the Greetings Tour. You know, the greetings from murals that we've all seen in various cities around the States. So basically, greetings from Chicago, greetings from LA, like those big ones? Well, this guy is behind it. (laughs) And I even replicated my own version of this idea to paint in my own hometown of Springfield, Missouri. And I've gotten several jobs simply from the recognition of Doing that mural. And I'm a huge advocate of finding out what works, making it your own, and putting in the effort to make murals happen. And this is exactly what Victor and his wife did in order to get this project started. So if your city is lacking in the mural department and does not currently have a Greetings From mural, I highly encourage you to take the initiative and create one. Obviously, don't copy Victor's style and always reference where you got the idea in the first place to give credit to the founder. But for every small town artist out there who is looking for an idea to get your name out there and you're wanting to get into murals, this is it. <laughs> Listen to hear how Victor got his projects started, the hoops he has to jump through to make them happen, and take notes of your own to make a plan for this upcoming year to possibly make a greetings from your own yourself. <laughs> so let me know what you think about this week's episode with Victor Ving of The Greetings Tour. Hey there, we are here with Victor of the Greetings Tour and I'm so excited to be talking to you about how you got everything started and just your whole story and what the why, so fill us in.
1: Yeah, well, greetings. Um, Right now I'm I'm in Pasadena, California now. But um, yeah, so the greetings tour, just some general background info, is a project that my wife Lisa and I started in 2014. We were living in New York at the time and and we kind of packed our lives into an RV and, and we traveled the country for a little over five years to create these large letter postcard mural landmarks throughout the country. So, I mean, today we have little... Over 60 murals from coast to coast, everywhere from Orlando, Florida, all the way to Anchorage, Alaska. You know, it was something that we didn't intend on. We got the RV, we thought we'd do it for one year. And then next thing you know, became two years and then <laughs> six years. And then now we, we finally settled uh, in Southern California, but we're still kind of touring part-time getting these murals.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So how did the first one come about? And then we'll get into questions about the, logistics of this because sure. there's so much behind just this style of mural.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it came about kind of unconsciously. I painted one in my neighborhood in, in Chinatown in New York. There was a wall that I always saw and I was like, this would be perfect for for something that just represents Chinatown. Because <laughs> there's always this graffiti everywhere. <laughs> I got that wall, we did it greetings from Chinatown and, and just the feedback from the community was different and we just realized there was something there because it it was a style that you can encompass like so many elements in but it's like a cohesive like series that you can just apply to different places as you go and then from there I got really into the postcards themselves I'm quite the nerd when it comes to these large letter postcards so we have I have like a collection of them you know studied the whole history I could go on and on about that but, but yeah, so I kind of just applied that and, and did a modern day, large scale version of it to be interactive because no one really sends postcards anymore. So this is like a modern day version where people can take photos and send to family and friends and for social media, I guess. So.
0: Let's go into the, the history of the postcard really quick. Yeah. I know nothing about this and the greetings from Springfield mural mm-hmm. that I basically based on your murals. <laughs> we mm-hmm. we um, really tried to yeah do that postcard theme. So can mm-hmm. you tell us more about that?
1: So basically it started in like the mid-century in like the 40s. Before cameras, so you know people would travel, and then this was their souvenir way of sending a message back to friends and family. So a lot of these were actually commissioned by cities. So they would, and it was a big company, like a based out of Chicago, which oddly enough was one of the first ones we did in the road. Was a greetings from Chicago. We actually went to the building where most of these were printed back in the day. But yeah, it's they, called like Kurt Teich, and and there's even an archive. It's, around Illinois and Wakanda, Illinois, of all these postcards. <laughs> but it was this kind of, we really, like the more I looked into history, it's kind of a similar process of how I designed these, which is, you know, th- there's the shell of the letter. So all the lettering we do is like, it's not like existing fonts. They're all hand-drawn lettering. Like I have a couple different alphabets for different, you know, scales of walls and things like that. But yeah, so we work with the community. So I guess the difference with this style versus me just creating whatever my art is and just painting it wherever I go is that there's a huge element of community involvement in these, which as an artist sometimes could be a nightmare because there's like (laughs) too many cooks in the kitchen, you could say. But we really strive to involve as much community as possible in each one of these that we create. Because I, I, at the end of the day, I want those that see this every day to have ownership of it, to feel a sense of pride when they see this Plus, it's a little touchy because I'm traveling around doing the name of the city of where these people live. They're like, who is this outsider? <laughs> so another thing I do is I always uh, invite local artists to collaborate on each mural when possible. So kind of give them a letter as a, their own canvas and, and you know, work together in that sense.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love this whole, this idea. I've done two of these, Greetings mm-hmm. from Springfield and Greetings from Lockwood, and I, enough to know that first off, the person commissioning it mm-hmm. and then finding the funding for it and then everybody wanting a say in it, that is a big, <laughs> it's a big task. So who, mm-hmm. I guess, who is first commissioning you for these? And are you pitching yourself to them or now... Did you start pitching and now people call on you or how, how does, how does it, even the ball start to get rolling?
1: Yeah, I think so. Actually, I I mean, I can kind of, even before all this, I forgot to mention. So, I mean, we might go over this later, but this is helpful as a point of context is that like my background, I never really had any formal art education. Like everything I learned was actually through graffiti growing up in New York so all the murals are actually painted with spray paint as well, which is a bit unique. And for me, like I painted so much over time without the intention of even making a scent <laughs> off the, these things that I painted for many, many years. At first, I was like, I didn't even consider like that I could make a living off doing murals like this. The first few that we did in like Chicago, Seattle, this was all out of pocket just giving us creative freedom to do what we wanted. And and I know people sometimes say exposure doesn't pay with artists, but in our case, it did help because you have to like just do something to show, you know, what it is you're trying to do. So it kind of started just completely out of pocket and just doing these things for the city, because my background, I was just always writing my name again and again. It's like, who wants to see my name? <laughs> you know, I should be doing the name of something that means something to to a lot more people. So I mean, that's how it came about. And then after we did a couple of these, then people started approaching us. And then, I mean, just kind of snowball effect of, you know, just elevating the, the amount of detail we do in there. And then, you know, nowadays we have a pretty streamlined process, but, but our clients range, uh, mainly their cities that we work with. And then uh, it ranges everywhere from like real estate developers to, I mean, we do a lot of branded stuff, but I don't associated with the greetings to a project necessarily. And a lot of like hospitality hotels and anything travel related, you know, fits what we do.
0: Yeah. And so how do you decide what goes in each item? Is it different each time? Because when I've done it, the first time we put something out in a local magazine where people voted because mm-hmm. we were having trouble figuring out like do we put this and that or that like and then the second time I did it, um, people just told me what to do. like the the mayor told me what what he wanted. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay great, because I wasn't from that town. So right. how does it figure out with you?
1: Yeah. I mean, we, we have like our own formula because if you're painting in a big city, there's no way everyone wants like everything to fit in here and it's just not feasible, you know, like, and plus you want, it's just impossible to fit everything about a city and and art is subjective as it is. So we always try to hit an element of like a landmark element of culture, element of history and something with like nature. And then the fifth being some sort of local artist collaboration. It could be a painting. It could even be a contribution of photos from a local photographer, local sign painters. We work with a lot of times. Those are kind of our key elements. We try to include. But like you said, like we've we've done that before. We've done voting. I mean, it's the Democratic it Just it takes a long time. And I can say on average, like doing one of these the right way, will easily will take over a year to do it right. You know, to get as much input as possible. But at the end of the day, too. It's like, you know, there's no no right or wrong, you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah how, so with people wanting things included, I ran into an issue once where people wanted businesses included to where it almost just became like a billboard of local businesses. And then we had to get permissions and then we had to tone down, you know, the commercial aspect to make it mm-hmm. add in more nature. Do you run into that? Like if you, so like the Chicago Cubs, do you have to get permission to do that? Or
1: Yeah, that was definitely a learning process at first. Like we were like, Hey, we, we want to, you know, people are big sports fans in Chicago. So like, yeah, we'll just throw it in there. And then, I mean, it's not like they would have a problem with it. But I think later on, we we realized as far as like uh, licensing and, and, you know, the legal aspects of a lot of these things, we try to avoid that as much as possible. And like you said, we don't want these to become ads. So I always push against incorporating like logos and things like that these days.
0: Yeah, 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 okay. And then you said you have a, basically a streamlined process. Can you walk us through that streamlined process? So, say someone wanted a streamlined process of this, like what what is your process? Say, say I, I contacted you and said I'm from wherever. I'm like, mm-hmm. how do we get this this started? Like, say, do they typically have a building in mind where they want it?
1: Yeah, I mean, these days we're we're trying to limit them to like one per month just with travel it's just it's it hectic um we have a baby now so it's like even harder <laughs> to, to travel but that's the first step i guess the wall because you can't just start designing without knowing scale and we have like a specific scale we always recommend and even if the wall doesn't fit the scale we would just recommend them creating the lettering within that scale and, and we finish the rest of the wall and more of like an abstract background more so, I mean, the reason being it's it's for photos, right? So we think about you don't want the person that's interacting with it being tiny. You know, we want people to get out of their cars and not just look at it from afar. But yeah, I mean, we, we and then as far as images go, I mean, we have like a whole we created our own kind of spreadsheet of number of letters and number of images that go through the letters that as far as like a rate goes. <laughs> so we have like a design fee and then like the production fee. And the production is that it's like a whole matrix of number of letters and number of images. I mean, after doing this for so long, I just know like there's certain things that take longer, like buildings that take longer than something organic. And
0: what's the price range for something like this? So say, and I could give you an example of what say say I was hiring you to do one that was mm-hmm. twenty foot by ten foot and medium detail, I guess is that. Enough
1: to give you a price or and maybe there's like seven letters so like it's yeah, yeah. i mean on average like realistically for us to be able to take on project it would probably be like 50 grand and up but that, that's inclusive yeah. of everything you know that's inclusive of travel preparing the wall you know sometimes we spend three days just prepping a wall doing like stucco work <laughs> you know? and the thing that's different so my background also i forgot to mention that i ran a mural agency for many years Um, So I've done commercial branded murals for many, many years. What I've realized, it's like there's a difference because what we're doing is like we're creating this series of murals that we have been able to prove promotes tourism traffic because people collect photos of these. So we have a thing called like a wall of fame. So if anyone goes to 10 or more of our murals, takes their photos in front of it, and then there's different tiers. If you get to 20, we give them like different prizes and gifts that we send people and then the, our only ask is if you do this, just support a local business when you're there. Because in the end, that helps us. So we've had people, you know, rent cars, drive 300 miles just to get photos. We have people plan vacations and trips just to hit different murals on their road trips. So there's like that added value that you can't really compare to just like a commercial mural, you know, where, where someone wants something. There's an added element to that. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah
0: what do you think about someone like me who's basically just copying you and being like, Hey, I'm going to create one in my little small town. Yeah. I'm sure many others have popped up too. What, yeah.
1: What I mean, it's, it's happened a lot. And even in, in the agency world. So all the time we would have people come to us and like, Hey, can you do something like this? Can you do like this butterfly? One of those <laughs> you know, things or can you do this Tristan Eaton?" thing. I was like, yes, I can do it. You know, like I'm, I'm capable of doing this, but I always, my things, I try to educate them on who is known for doing this. Like Kelsey Montague, she's the one that originated the, the butterfly wings or whatever. It's like, do you want to work with her? You know, we'll connect you with her, you know, as the consultant to do it right. Education to me is the most important, right? If not, we can do something in an original style because at the end of the day, it doesn't look good for a lot of these brands to be copying Some well known artists, you know what I mean? But ultimately, that's up to them too. So for us, it's like, believe me, nothing against you. Like all the time, this happens. (laughs) I mean, what sucks the most is often when we do apply for some RFPs and then like they just take the entire concept and find someone to do it for less. But at the end of the day, it's Mm -hmm. not for us, it's with this film, it's not a true greetings to mural. So I mean, they could paint whatever they want. Really, (laughs) it's up to them. But I think for us, we just stay true to what we do, and I think in the long run, it'll always play out the right way. You know?
0: Yeah, for sure. That's that's so funny because I've actually done butterfly wings, and that's what what I became known for earlier. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, early on, and it's. I think it's just like these are small towns. But like, Mm -hmm. so say Springfield, Missouri, like like my town. Contact you. It's like, hey, we have fifteen hundred dollars to do one. Can you come do one for us? Because that's what happened to me, basically. Right, right and So right. I was like, okay, so that's kind of how I think of it. Of like, I probably am not going to go to every small town and do them. But you're, I, f- I feel like saving your stuff that you do for the bigger cities, like Chicago and whatnot. I feel like mm-hmm. those fifty grand murals are kind of your claim, and then I'm just kind of doing like little projects here and there.
1: Yeah, I mean, yes and no, because to be quite honest with you, all the big cities we've done is almost the opposite. We've done a lot of these out of pocket completely because the red tape and and it's just, I don't know where a lot of the funding goes for these things, but it's (laughs) some of our biggest projects are in the smallest cities, believe it or not, because they have the grants and this is our style, I guess, is a very uh, friendly introduction to to murals, you know, I guess like a safe (laughs) and agreeable style that People are open to, but but it's you know, it, it's rare, I guess. It, it's just it's tough, you know. Sometimes we have these opportunities, and the big cities you where you would think a lot of the funding is, a yeah. Lot of times we just do, but then, like, like I was saying earlier, we get a lot of eyes on those, and that kind of leads to some of these other opportunities. Yeah. You know? we do a lot of branded stuff as well, but like I said, I never, I just don't attach, we don't post it on our Instagram, it's just kind of completely. Separate, and you know, people that know they know, but they're usually not like permanent public murals. I guess. Yeah.
0: Okay, gotcha. So like a,
1: events, and like a,
0: yeah, So now yeah. nowadays, you're doing maybe one of these per month.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, realistically, that's all we can. <laughs> this is this a lot of work? These days. I'm sure you know. You know, it's like this: the yeah. design time going back and forth, travel, and yeah. But once exactly. a month is kind of what we limit ourselves to, but. If we have to do more, then we can make it happen. We we have like a team of artists throughout the country that we work. So every, you know, like I was mentioning before, we collaborate with so many local artists with each mural that we've built this kind of team of artists that that are great to work with. So <laughs> like we just came back from a mural in, in St. Lucia and, and there was an artist I used to work with back in New York. And then you know he helped, you know, we got him out there to assist us. So paying everyone back in in a way, you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Awesome. And so so you do do you do mostly these greeting store murals and then or maybe like 50/50 other work or like what does your normal schedule look like nowadays?
1: Yeah, so it's it's something new cuz we only ended up in a static place since 2020 and then there's the pandemic so like our, our whole thing was uh, nowadays I'm really trying to do as much possible locally. The hard part with that is that, you know, we don't do more than one per city. So that's another reason why we charge what we charge, because we won't do more than one greetings from Pasadena at yeah. um But we do actually have like this poster behind me. So there's like two other styles that we do, which is this kind of art deco travel poster and then another like a vintage luggage decal style that we do. So we will do like those three styles, but we won't do more than one large letter postcard per city. So yeah, it's tough. It's not like I can do too many of those here. So locally, I, I do various commission work, you know, <laughs> just to pay the bills. But, yeah.
0: yeah. Do you still yeah. have your RV?
1: We do. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually going to take it down to San Diego, in November. For, we're actually going to do for, for the first time. A unique building that has like a. We we painted a mural on the front of it a couple years ago, and then now we're going to paint the back of a postcard on the back of the building. (laughs) So it'll be a fun fun little, you know, with a message on it and everything. So, (laughs) so, yes. So we're still doing like shorter trips. We might next year drive up to Oregon to bend. But we do one of the, we do have like a grant that we do every year where we basically donate. A mural to a community so we have people apply and bend actually one last year but they i don't know it's a long process so they still haven't selected a wall <laughs> yet, so it's probably gonna happen next year yeah,
0: yeah it is a very long process yeah. the only the only small ones that i've done it's i mean six months or a year and a half to mm-hmm. do stuff like that so do you take your baby how how old is your son daughter
1: son feel like he, he just turned seven months and and we did for the first time fly with him and it was it was hard (laughs) yeah it was tough so I think we're gonna try the RV thing next and then see how it goes you know
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's very inspiring to me because I'm about to have a baby in a month oh yeah yeah first is your
1: first oh yeah.
0: yeah yeah yeah. so I'm like I don't know how life will look, but I think it's going to be fun. So that is yeah, fun, fun for yeah. me. Yeah, you too. Yeah. It's fun for me to see our other artists doing it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think it's just you just go for it and just learn, you know, it's a <laughs> huge learning experience for us, you know, because so, Lisa's the other half. She she documents. And I think that's something that's so important is just the documentation of everything. Yes. I don't know if you looked at our site, but we have pretty like thorough. I don't think anyone even reads blog posts anymore. <laughs> But for us, it's it's almost like a journal.
0: Okay, so you paint and she documents. Is it or do you guys intermingle those at all?
1: Yeah, she documents the whole process. She has from the beginning, and then um, when possible too. We, you know, if we're in a city for long enough, which was easier when we we're on the road. Like Lisa will take the photos of what I paint in the letters because I have to be very careful. Again, a learning experience. I I, I just want to make sure. We're not like just copying (laughs) images and everything's original. And Lisa does paint like she, she paints like a lot of background stuff. Um, These days it's, it's harder. So (laughs) we have another full-time job on our hands with the babies. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So just to recap, to see how you got to where you are for other artists Mm -hmm. that are listening, Mm -hmm. you started out doing it basically for free, just to show what you can do and get your name out there. And Mm -hmm. then you got, several of these jobs all over and he traveled with it and then now every artist needs to marry somebody who documents for them that way <laughs> they can they can get all the promotion and then keep growing and also it's like a built-in babysitter too so yeah <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Well, it seems like you're just living the dream. I love it. And there, I know that there's so many artists that are listening and they're going to be like, that's so cool. Like You're doing the things. And do you have any business, I guess, advice for artists who are, who are listening who want to build a full-time art business like you're currently doing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I personally, I, I did the same. So prior to this, I actually worked in the well, I, I did marketing, but I was in the financial district in New York, nine to five, corporate job for like eight years. And during that time, I took on these commission murals (laughs) any moment I could. And then a lot of times, because I was at a nine to five and like something had to be done for an event, for example, I just uh, contacted some friends and built a little network of people to help help me do it. And that's kind of where the agency grew out of. But for me, I just did it part-time to know that I could actually make some income from this before quitting. And then finally it was like one day I just, I was like, you know what? It's, it's worth just trying. It was the worst. Like it happens, you know, I can always go back, (laughs) but it's, it's a decision that I do not regret at all. And I've actually had the same conversation with multiple other artists that were in the same shoes and all of them, every single one of them does not regret (laughs) Quitting to do what they have the passion for. So, yeah. Yeah. Because
0: yeah, I, I guess what's yeah. the worst that could happen? You could go back to a job. Might as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can always go back and you'll never know. Right. It's better than, <laughs> I guess the, my thing is like, if if you want to go the safe route, it does mean basically working two jobs for a good amount of time mm-hmm. until you see that income. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise you're kind of going blind, you know, <laughs>
0: yeah for sure yeah, Put, yeah putting in those hours
1: yeah
0: awesome all right well that's all i have for today thank you so much for coming oh, yeah, no and, yeah. um, talking with us and all the things where can people find you you're under greetings tour on facebook that's how i found you yeah
1: greetings tour we probably use instagram more but it's i guess the same now right they cross post <laughs> yeah, and greetings tour.com it's our website so-
0: Awesome. All right. Well, yeah. thank you so much again. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Yeah. We'll keep in touch. Thank you so
1: much. All right.
0: And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Artist Academy podcast. And if you like hearing interviews just like this in your ear, if they inspire you, then I want to encourage you to go download the audible version of my new book, mural money it's a condensed version of basically all of the best of the best tips given here on the podcast from guests plus my own words of wisdom to help you get started in any art industry plus stories of some hard lessons learned that i have never told before you can pick up a copy at muralmoney.com and again i highly recommend the audible version i put a lot of tender loving care to make sure the audible was extra special it had some extra goodness in there and It's really for any artist, but especially those wanting to make a profit from a paintbrush. MuralMoney.com. That's it. I'll see you next week.